someone dies on your watch, you don't give up. Who said we're giving up? We are for not taking responsibility for our actions. This document just shifts the blame. I'm sorry, Steve, that... That is dangerously arrogant. This is the United Nations we're talking about. It's not the World Security Council. It's not S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not Hydra. No, but it's run by people with agendas, and agendas change. Captain America. Mr. Lang. <laughs> it's an honor. I'm shaking your hand too long. Wow, this is awesome. Captain America, I know you too. You're great. Ah, uh, look, I want to say, I know you know a lot of super people, so... Thanks for thanking of me. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? From the next movie as, as a post-credit as, as the singer at the end of the credits. Like, yeah. That scene is directly taken out of. I think the next movie is yep. uh, the Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But that scene is directly lifted out of the next movie and put at the end of the, mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. And um, they kind of and they kind of hinted at a character that would show up in this movie, uh, which was Spider-Man, in Ant-Man. Because yeah. when they're when when Lewis is telling his story at the end and he's talking about the the reporter who is real deep with the superhero community and he got I got a superhero who climbs walls I got one that, that does this yeah, that, does oh, that yeah. jumps really like high real subtle yeah real yeah. subtle and I think and in the back of my head that they had to be like he 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 like ha they're getting this ready like yo yeah, no so, one will pick up on this so, so a, um, a lot um, I feel like each of these movies has escalated with more and more yeah. characters <laughs> the most so far in this movie where Brian believes uh, Guardians is the most impactful for me. Civil War is the most impactful. Well, like I said, to the overarching story that they're setting up. So the story of the Infinity yeah, Stones yeah, and yeah, Thanos, yeah. Guardians is the most important movie for yeah. that setup that they've introduced. Like they could have transpired, they could have taken the elements from that movie and put it somewhere else. Yeah. But the the Infinity Stone story as we know it would make no sense yeah. without something like the Guardian movie. Now a quote they have said that uh, I really feel um, kind of encapsulates encapsulates why they made this movie uh you know one of the movies moving into infinity war is how do you make thanos and his people viable threat you make us completely unprepared and Mm -hmm. how do you do that you break up the event and that's uh, see to me that is genius Mm -hmm. that is pure unadulterated writing genius and i want to say that infinity uh, i want to say that civil war movie wise was way more successful and dragged on a lot less uh, than the comic book version. Correct. Um, um, that, but that, but that, that made me hate Crisis it's, events. It's, yeah. it's genius to mm-hmm. go, you've yet to show us why Thanos is the, the most dangerous, strongest person in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And Marvel's response was, we don't have to show you that Thanos is the strongest person in the galaxy. Because we're just we just be- have to show you how weak the Avengers are when they are on their own, I, or when they are broken apart, the, when they're fighting each other. The entirety know? of the time that they have they been are. a group, I have never felt that they have been close. The cabin scene, 
uh, in Age of Ultron when Tony and Steve are talking. While they're and cutting Steve, wood? Yeah, and Steve gets scene. pissed. Well, think about it. he rips that piece of wood apart because Tony, like, it's Tony's fault. Well, think about it. Avengers 1 is the Avengers meeting each other for the first time. Right. They don't really like each they other. They don't really like each other to begin yep. with, but they Put find a way to suit. work together. Avengers oh, 2. That. Everything that was good about you came out of a Avengers bottle. 2 is the, is the first time they're getting so, to know one another. Right. That because they've been together for up to this point, and now we're seeing a blossoming of relationships, whether you like it or not, this idea of Banner and... Black Widow, this idea of Cap and Tony at different sides of things, this Vision Scarlet Witch thing going on. It's them getting to know one another. Baron Zemo then comes in, which, and who, in my them. opinion, and I'm putting it out there, and I don't care what anyone says, is the most dangerous person they've showed to this point. And a regular, amazing, human a regular being. dude, a regular, a regular dude. Guy. But he, to be fair, he's not regular. Like he's like super spec op trained. He's kind of yeah, stuff. But, yeah, yeah, he, but he didn't go toe to toe with a single. He didn't hit them. anybody, right? except for the Hydra dude when he knocked him out to and torture. He, him. And he killed that that one dude. Oh yeah, uh, that they find in the bathtub. Yeah. Oh, the B and B. Well, the the psychologist guy. The psychologist yeah. guy. Yeah. So yeah. So he beats a dude up that he convinced that he was a uh, like a motorist that a motorist. Him. He's like, we can call the cops, and the guy's like, fuck, I don't want the cops involved. So yeah, he opens the door and he just fucking brains him. Yeah. And then the next one we see that he killed a psychologist. That he killed a psychologist. Probably couldn't put up but a fight either. <laughs> did didn't fight the Avengers. Didn't there was no weapon? There was no weapons All or gun or All plot or anything. It's and that's like I understand that a lot of people who watch Civil War did not like Zemo as a villain. I thought, it was but great. you cannot like Zemo, but you cannot deny the sheer impact of his of the the plot to destroy Avengers for what they leave behind. And I think this is a carryover from Winter Soldier. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, you had. Granted, it was a lot more people. This is a carryover from Winter Soldier and Age of Ultron. Yeah. This is a direct continuation yeah. of those two. It's just, just you know, you, you have people who have agendas and they're getting them done. Shield is gone. Nobody's checking, you know, balances of power. Uh, people are getting really, really upset over the the collateral damage. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. there it, are there are some great like. When um, Thunderbolt Ross shows up as the secretary, There's some of great State, philosophical which, which was conversations. Great, by the way, like, yeah. that conversation where they're having there, and like the debate, and the thing I love about this movie, and it's the same thing with like the Civil War comic book. Baron Zemo is is a bad guy, but the bad guys are Tony and Cap. Yeah, oh yeah, Baron Zemo is not the bad guy. Right, in this the film. bad guy is Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah, because they are both so ideologically different. And unwilling to, to compromise. compromise. They could have, if they signed the accords, they like Tony puts it in there that there's a possibility that they have more control, right? Mm-hmm. That they all be they able have to... to do is sit down and say, okay, we've looked at the accords. None of us will sign it, yeah, unless we ha- unless you give us some allowances. Like there's ways you could done that, and they could say, no, we're not going to let you sign it. Cool. So the next time the aliens show up, you're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. But they so didn't we'll all that. retire right now. But they didn't do that because they're so stubborn. They're so set in their ways. And I like the switch, right? Tony becomes this guy who doesn't trust the government. You can't have the Iron Man suit. <laughs> I, I just privatized world peace to being like, you know what? Maybe we should be have oversight. And then Captain America turns from the military man into who who kind of trusts everyone to the beginning in Avengers. Hey, we're doing some shady well, stuff. People are, they, I don't they, trust uh, anyone. Uh, organizations are slowly chipping away at Captain America's yeah, trust. Yeah, 
until he He's realizes like, I and can't. There, and there's a nice back and forth between War Machine, between Rhodey, and between Steve, yeah. uh, who are both military men, granted different yeah. branches, but right, both military men. And he goes, that's extremely naive, Steve. You 117 know? countries have signed this. This isn't something random that's happening. These governments want this to happen. You're saying, he says you're extremely arrogant. Oh, yeah. In that... You think you know better than 117 countries yeah. that what you should be doing. And goes, it's the UN. It's not like the World Security Council. It's not like S.H.I.E.L.D. It's the UN. He goes, yes, but the UN is made of people with agendas. Yeah. Um, and, and what if the, what if what if we want to what if they want to send us someplace we don't want to go? We are obligated to go. What if they we need to go someplace and they don't want us to? And they both make valid points. I think that's the thing. That's right. the beauty of the writing of this film. And I actually really like that emotional point at the beginning with Tony and the the mother of the kid that was killed yeah, in Sokovia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that point where, and you see how PTSD he is still it, when it, he thinks she's going to do something. Ev- to him. It, I, that's why I love He's like occupational hazard. It. Yeah, he just he, there's this natural. It's the remnants of the PTSD he's still suffering he's from. Become, that he still sees, but things he's, you as. can see he's also be- he just becomes so reactionary to when he just reacts and he doesn't think. And I think that's a big part towards the end of the movie with how he acts towards the movie he watches and, of the Winter Soldier. I yeah. agree with you on that because everything that he's ever done has put him and the people he loves in harm's way. Yep. Iron Man, he gets sent to, you know, he's captured by terrorists. They're going to murder him unless he builds that And his system. response is to become a vigilante. Right. The second movie, he has... Oh, and Pepper uh, almost gets killed in the first, right? Yeah. yeah. She, like, you know, you have that. Then you have the events of the Avengers where he, go, he goes in space and he sees a giant alien spaceship. Then you have Iron Man 3 where terrorists come and blow up his house while he's in there. Almost kill Pepper again. <laughs> yeah, like every single thing that he's done, he's happy probably Hogan. the most... Oh, yeah, he gets blown up. Yeah, Happy Hogan. I mean, he doesn't die, but he gets blown up. Yeah. Like Everything that he's done up to that point has put every single person and himself in harm's way. So his PTSD is real. So off what the fucking other, and, and What now, other character has that level? Yeah. Nobody. And I think it's no one has that many connections. What, like, and, and what's, Bruce what's, Banner's isolated himself. Thor's people are on another fucking Cap planet. was missing Captain for America seven years. Captain America doesn't have a friend until Winter Soldier <laughs> except for a, a, a lady with dementia. Black, Black Widow and Hawkeye are best buds, but that's about it. But they're um, isolationists. Yeah, and uh, um, Vision was born, you know, yesterday. a few yeah, uh, Yesterday. You know, uh, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Scarlet Witch and them have been experimented on. And and she's an illegal resident of the U.S. at this point. Already. Yeah. Right? Um, yep. and, but the thing is, when you, when you, uh, when you think about about it iron man's reaction tony's reaction is based upon things he did yes and so i think the way steve looks at this as well is not he um now he's trying to take the moral high ground whether that's right is is not not my place to say but also in that you did this yeah. i'm not going to be controlled by someone else because of something some things you did. you did you know and I that's like- the thing i i think steve's in a very that's why Civil War uh, does such a great job of remapping the conversation because in the comics, it's about registration. It's about registering your identity because to the world. Because it's a couple of kids who made a reality show that exactly. happen to have superpowers that went up against a like a high level and ex- yeah. uh, basically his villain. power is he explodes. He self-destructs. His name yeah. is Nitro. 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 He explodes yeah. and then he he reforms he, again yeah. and then he took he took a school with him yeah, yeah. and the new uh the new warriors new warriors yeah because yeah. uh speedball, stanford stanford is yeah he became yeah, penance uh speedball got damaged enough that he became penance the yeah. only way he could uh, generate his power was that was through pain. pain but like 
that storyline is is great. It's great. Legitimately, like when that was coming out, there were people that were legitimately on Tony Stark's side, and there were people that were legitimately on Captain America's yep. side. Yeah. Just like in this movie, I can sympathize with Captain I, America, and I can sympathize with uh, yeah. Iron Man. As a comic book fan, I have to be like, I I want I side with Captain America. Like yeah. as, from a storytelling standpoint, as a person, I side with that. But as somebody that would have to, Tony live in is that not world, wrong. Oversight, like oversight, to me sounds sounds like a great sounds, idea. Sounds like a like a plan. Like if they're just running around doing whatever, what's preventing Iron Man from just landing in the middle of and New I, York? I think and that's really up? what they want. Uh, at some points, that's what they wanted you to feel that yeah. Captain America. They, was right. they legitimately said that they were yeah. like, we we wanted you to go back and forth on who who you thought was right in this argument. Well, you got to think, Black Black Widow in this film is the audience. Yeah, she is the audience and, because and, and she says it. One hand on the wheel, we can still steer. Well, she says it like uh, when when they come at her in the debate scene, and she goes, "I'm just reading the terrain. Yep, I'm just a viewer who's watched every movie going into Civil War. I'm reading the terrain of what's going on." Mm-hmm. Black Widow is the audience of this film where she uh, understands. What, like movies. a few weeks ago was like super against government. Yeah, like, where you went up to the government and you, you flipped the middle finger to the government. She goes, look, I'm just saying one hand on the wheel. We still have some semblance of control. Yeah. And then she talks to T'Challa uh, in this film, who, by the way, absolutely wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I find interesting, though, is that since Wakanda is signing part of the records, that means that Black Panther would have to register under that. Their secret thing like he would have he would have uh, he would have been obligated to be one of them or to retire oh yeah, yeah. you're right yeah because well, I guess once, once he accords. revealed himself because remember they they didn't no, Black Panther no, was just I mean, a protector like, of Wakanda that means they're signing the accords and well not technically technically the Black Panther could only, could just exist in Wakanda at that point and well that but was, we and see him outside plan. of it and they have agents all over the but, world but say but say he Okay, so say he signed the say he didn't want to sign the accords. Technically, he could just as long as he stayed in Wakanda. Yeah, he would be okay. Yeah, because but if I mean, Wakanda like, says I, he's allowed to operate, which obviously <coughs> yes, I'm allowed to operate. Thank you, me. But I think like the thing says for any yeah, enhanced like, individuals, they are obligated to operate under the Sokovia Accords if I he guess, signed yeah, it. Yeah. So like if the government said, hey, we want. But I think Black uh, Wakanda would have been the secret. only country who would who would have had the best of both worlds because everyone thought it was just a third world country. Right. So what difference would it have made? No one would have known right, any like, different. If no one had known, but that that to me feels a little underhanded. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, the one other thing I'll say it again. Um. If people, I hope, go into Infinity War and watch this film and think to themselves, Baron Zemo is the facilitator of all of he the destroyed. shit and I like, that the Avengers are in right now. And I like how he's the least superpowered villain yeah. ever, and he doesn't His speech get at the killed. end gets me every he time. Oh, he tried to. And he doesn't die. He tried to off himself. Tried to. Right. Like, he tried to kill himself. Let's put that out there. The super superheroes didn't do anything to yeah, him. Yeah, they any tried to just movie. commit suicide, and and you kind they of, tried to prevent something that he didn't give a shit about, and you kind of feel for him as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he one of the most sympathetic is characters. listening to that message on his um, phone. And if you think about <laughs> it, like, look, when the dust settled and my family was dead, the Avengers were nowhere to be found. Right. The 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 moments when you think about like if if he's right and they're so easily fractured apart, did they deserve to be together? Yeah, yeah. Like, and if you think about that, like 
that's if he's he's got a point. Like if I can do this, yeah. What's how solid are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's, and that's why this made more sense in the movie format because they hadn't been together very long. Yeah, yeah. Right. In the comics, they had had what fifty years. Well, so in comic book terms, it's like less than ten. It's less, than yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. but in this instance, you're absolutely right. Books, it does right. make sense. To your point, how easy is it to destroy just the idea of the Avengers? I, I love what he says at the end. He goes, "Stronger men than me have tried. Have tried." To destroy the Avengers. But if I could get them to destroy themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's the big thing about this movie, too, that really hits home is the continuity of everything. Oh, man. The the death sequence where they show Winter Soldier killing Howard. Oh, that's real. And if you go back and watch the very first Iron Man movie. Yeah. The date on the newspaper is the day after the day that he kept. This is they the kept first like punching it in their head. Like December what the date... 16th, 1991. Exactly. The, this is the Mission first film. It, exactly. I love Avengers. I love some other. This is the film that feels like this is a culmination of something. It's a universe. And it, and it has far reaching yeah. consequences into Absolutely. Infinity War, into Ant-Man, the second Ant-Man. Right. Because we've seen already with trailers. Uh, where Hope's talking to him, she's like, "Now we have to be on the run because because of what you did because with of Kat. what you did with if, Kat. If I had have... called you, would you have come? She's like, "Well, I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. But you would never have been. Caught. It's a movie <laughs> purely based on consequence. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what makes this movie so good is that every action has an equal. Yeah, I love it. So, reaction. So one thing I want to talk about is the uh, the uh, spider in the room. Uh, let's talk about Spider Man introduction. Um. Oh, so man. I think this is this is really interesting. So we talked about um, the Iron Man two introduced us to Black Widow. Yes, bef- yeah. like before the Avengers, Thor introduced us to Hawkeye. This movie actually introduces us to movie two characters before they ever got their own solo movie. Yeah. Two at once, yeah. Two at and once. And that's Black Panther, Black Panther and, uh, and Spider Man. Spider Man, um, which, which is pretty nuts. Again, no backstory really for yeah. either of them. Thank and God. and so far, we still haven't even gotten Spider Man's. I'll I'll second that one, Jared. Thank thank God. I because, hate origin stories. Um, because we don't need it. Uh, we've already got. We get it. No, we know who. I he mean, is. and with Just, with Black Panther, you get enough of it. You 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 understand. Yeah, see, like, it. their exposition in Black Panther is pretty quick. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Um, but I love that they were just like, okay, uh, Civil War. Here's two superheroes. They're a thing. And can we talk about the casting for that? Because Solid. oh, Tom Holland. I did not know he was British oh, for the no, longest I know. time. Until I saw trailers, I was oh no no I was watching the special features on Homecoming, and it's like he's British. Y'all he never actually, watched uh, in the heart of the sea then. Yeah, no. and he uh, actually does uh, his own backflips. Yeah, uh, well he's super, he's like an accomplished like dancer an accomplished and performer. Dancer, yeah. yeah, so, so for like, his audition, he he did a backflip. Like he was like really into it. Out of all the Spider Men so far, age appropriate. He Looking. has been the best. His tone of voice, the jokes. Spider-Man cracks jokes. Yeah. Like, what was, Whether what was you his like name? it or the not. Spider-Man? I can't remember. Tobey Maguire. Man, he sucked. Well, at so, the time, it was good. All right, all right, Sad all right, puppy all right. dog eyes. That's all We're like, talking about the MCU. We're not talking about... But the, I, but the point is that... that you're right. right. You're absolutely and, and, and right. And Andrew Garfield was very depressing. <laughs> he was, yeah. Well, my problem is, like like you said, age-appropriate. Like, those guys are adults trying and to be... They were, like, in their 30s. 
Tom Almost. Holland is is into adult is like at the beginning cusp of adulthood. He's like twenty one, but he, I mean the characters. The, is yeah, he, but he looks character sixteen. Right. But he's like it, he was like nineteen when he did that. Right, right. right. But he, he like I believe that. I looked at Andrew Garfield and I was just like, no, you he's look you look just as likely that you're uh like five years into a job post college as you are as a senior at high school. Yeah. Like I'm not buying that. Tommy McGuire, same problem I had. And like, uh, he did not look like a high Black schooler. Panther solid. Can we go with Can we go into the the meme right? Right now about how uh aunt may keeps getting younger looking like i wouldn't have said you know any of those are hot and i was like well i mean like relatively you know like the old to like, scale. Yeah, yeah, how about better may, looking like, <laughs> like, again we're talking about mcu but uh in the toby Maguire spider-man she's supposed to be like 50 or 60 and she looks like 80 or 90 yeah and then you have you know sally field who looks probably I, about I, right i told somebody if you tell me the flying nun isn't hot <laughs> just stop talking to me right yeah. now just said uh, we're done but then we're you done. get, and then you get uh, marissa tomei and, yeah. and you're like that's a spicy meatball right there <laughs> Jesus uh speaking of spicy meatball what's the next movie oh no, oh, no. So, Ray, so, real quick so, so, so wanna... real, real quick real quick real quick i just want to say i loved his wisecracking though during the big airport fight oh, yes uh, we said, oh, you, you, you have a metal arm that's amazing that's so cool how does this work and he's a smart kid too right? like they really play that out. Um, when he asked when tony asked him about how he made the web i uh yeah, so so brian's okay, gonna bring so up I, this netflix thing i i just want to i just want to bring it up that netflix has probably the greatest description for this movie ever <laughs> uh it's this. avengers versus avengers when captain america fights to keep his superhero friends independent while his pal iron man supports government control Super chill that is the most chill <laughs> explanation for that movie i've ever heard and i really really chill I went, mcu explanations I went, like, that's gonna really be our new MCU explanations for for all of the movies like iron man doesn't feel so good so now he's <laughs> uh he gives control of his company to pepper and uh some guys that can shoot fire out of their mouths are really angry like so it's like i just want like, like super the chill, hulk like, it's like a guy with anger issues, right? It almost feels like like a Saturday morning description. Like it's like, Avengers versus Avengers when Captain America pals. fights his superhero friends. Just uh, use yeah. the oh word my god, you pal. sound like like yeah, nobody. Now in the me. top fifty. Now in the top, while his pal Iron Man supports government and control. And narrated by Casey Kasem. Right? Casey Kasem. Rest in peace. I, but I, I was flipping through Netflix and I I was I it was like. What the hell was that? And I was like, that is oh, the greatest is so explanation. So, yeah, so uh, so that's it for, for phase two uh, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Civil War, our obsession with Spider-Man, and the beauty of Black Panther, and, and everything that's there. But we still have a lot more to cover. We got phase three. Uh, and then uh, way later on, we're going to have our Infinity War uh, post-watching little, little show that'll be a lot day after that but that'll be it for for us here uh the next episode we're going to cover phase three so for everyone listening out there thank you for thank you for listening and and uh, for myself for jeff for jared and for brian we'll see you guys next time see you odin be with you Toodaloo.